0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Astrology with Tess. How's everybody doing today? How do you feel? Full moon was in Aries, and we're still into the full moon phase, but uh, the the moon is getting back to the new moon, let's say. But there aren't any, to be honest, right now there aren't any strong... Um, strong alignments let's say in the charts right now everything seems okay like the um, Aries came along the full moon in Aries came along I at least felt very very strongly that day and I did feel it um a lot I actually went outside and meditated a little bit I hope you did the same um you know, I was talking about uh, the rituals and the previous episodes and what we need to do and everything. And I did tell you about my forgiveness paper <laughs> how you forgive everybody. By the way, I want to set the record straight. I, I was listening to the previous podcast and I said that the moon takes 30 to 35 days to go through the signs. I was wrong. Uh, I double checked myself later and it's 28 days to um, get through the whole Zodiac, to go through this, the whole Zodiac and it stays around two, two and a half days in each sign. So it makes more sense, but yeah, uh, that's, that's where we are, are, where we're at right now. There's nothing really, there's nothing really major going on in the planetary aspects, but I do want to know what you did. As for me, I did my forgiveness list, as I mentioned in the previous episode. I, I connected with the elements a lot, actually, uh, during this full moon. I connected with uh, my earthly energy and the energies that we all have uh, and we all feel and we all are affected from and by. So yeah, I was doing that for a little bit connected with the elements, made my forgiveness list, um, and asked from the universe to help me work with my personal shadows. I kind of feel like it's a time where, um, a lot of people are trying to deal with their shadows. They have noticed that, um, at least the people who are in the spiritual path, we were going through a spirituality 1.0, um, 1.0 1.0 is the expression. Yeah, I think so. We were going through spirituality 101, let's say. Um this these years. I want to say since 2012. Um after, you know, when we had this whole thing that the end the world is going to end and well, it wasn't about the ending of the world. My personal belief is that whatever happened in tw- 2012 it was the beginning of the new cycle of spirituality kind of like a lot of people felt like they are waking up around that time a lot of people were um going into spirituality and they were meditating and they were la- learning all of all of this new knowledge and this new way of thinking and a lot of people started me me included Started doing that and get started getting into that um, in 2012. And when I say me included, I, I was I started I want to say a year before or close to a year before by reading The Secret. I know it's a terrible book. Um, it's not actually a terrible book, but it causes you to have it makes you to have a lot of questions. So I think that was a really good book for me because after I finished the book, I just had so many questions and I wanted to search and look into it um, even more on my own, which I did. So yeah, all of this to say that uh, in 2012, we had this spiritual awakening, I want to call it. And it's been going on for the last eight years. And now we're about we're at a point where we're going to spirituality 2.0 and spirituality 2.0 I was blessed upon to have this thought recently like about two days ago about the time of the full moon is working with our shadows what does that mean what are our shadows and it's so funny because i am doing um on my socials if you don't follow me on my socials what are you doing go ahead and follow me but on my socials i do daily card daily card readings so i would pull up a card for the whole day and around the full moon i did it every day and every card came up the first card was like yeah opportunities if you've been working well like go go sit in your garden perfect amazing ace of pentacles then you had cards like wait i want to show them i want to actually open them exactly so i will tell you exactly the cards and um tell you exactly what i said what i wrote about those cards around those days so one of the cards was the devil so we had to focus on our shadow self, and that was about six days ago. like the the card, the first card that came out was the devil. What does the devil mean though? The devil has to do with um, addictions, uh, with temptations. It shows you where you fall short, let's say, and where you you need to work a little bit more, where your demons are. We all heard that expression. Oh, it's our demons. Well, it's not easy confer- confronting our demons, but it's something that we need to do at some point. And when I pulled this card, I, I this is what I said that it's a good day for you to try and confront your demons and see what is going on in your life. Now, after that, around three days ago, I had uh, seven of swords he, if anyone has seen the seven of swords, it's not a very, um, positive card. It's a guy, um, carrying a lot of swords with him and he seems to have stolen actually those swords. So what I said about it is that dishonesty is never the answer and it's not, and you can be dishonest as well. So it depends on the person. Uh, if it's not you, then someone else close to you. Exactly what he said. So if you're not being dishonest, then somebody around you is being dishonest. And the seven of swords. The seven of swords actually does not show us the outcome, because we see a guy running. Um, but we don't know if that guy got caught or not. If that guy got judgment or if that guy got you know um, the punishment he needed for stealing those swords um yeah so the outcome is not clear but somebody is stealing here so look out for the thief and that was three days ago oh sorry i'm so sorry that was three three days ago and then two days ago i think it was right on the day of the full moon I think so. I pulled out the card, the Five of Swords. Wait, yeah, seven before Five of Swords. Um, so this one shows that you kind of won the battle or you kind of won whatever was going on. With It was kind of a continuation. Like the previous day we had about somebody stealing from you. Hey, watch out the people around you. Make sure that everybody is okay. Make sure everybody is like on your, so- on your side. And then we have five of swords, which is basically, okay, you won. But it's a kind of a hollow victory because you don't feel that... Winning sensation you don't feel like you've actually won anything you feel more like you have taken uh, from those people that you won and that is a perfect depiction on the card because the guy has won he's looking back at the people who have lost and he has in his hands five swords. what are you gonna do with all that swords bro like honesty o- honestly what are you gonna do with all those swords? So that's exactly what I I said in the card as well. So you want this one. But what are you going to do with all the swords? Conflicts arises. Better to cut your losses and don't go into it today. And it's very important to understand that this was right about the full moon. And uh, it's so interesting to me because I was talking a lot about, in my previous podcast, I was talking a lot about we're gonna have conflicts these days. We're gonna have conflicts. Guys, take care. Take care of your relationships. Talk to people. Be kind. Apologize. Forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive others for what they did to you. Generally, have this energy and have this want, this need to forgive, to let things go, cut your losses, don't, don't go into it. Honestly, it's, it's been great so far. (laughs) It's only been two days, I know, but it's been great so far. What, um, what I wanted to say, uh, I wanted to mention a little bit about my rituals around the full moon. Uh, And these are rituals actually that you can do in every full moon. Like this is what I would usually do uh, during a full moon. So what I did. The day before the full moon, I wrote down my forgiveness list. I forgave everyone. I forgave myself. Whatever I felt like I needed to get out of my chest, I did that. And I burned it. I had all the elements around me, uh, and I took a bowl, and I knew that it's not gonna get burned. It was a ceramic, ceramic, ceramic bowl. Um. So yeah, I took a bowl and I burned the letter inside. I had uh, a representation because I mentioned this briefly. I had a representation of every element, so I would have my rocks. My stones, my, my you know, my, my amethyst stones and my gemstones and all that stuff. I'd have them gathered, the ones that I wanted and the ones that I really needed. I gathered them all together. Then I had a small fan. Um, I did it outside. So the element of air was already present. But because I would like to have everything in one place, I filled a ball with water. I left it near. I took the fan. I kept it open on the lowest um the lowest setting. And it's not like a big fan. Don't don't think like if you've ever watched the beauty gurus on uh YouTube, they usually use these kind of fans that I used. It's it's literally a de- desk fan. You can charge it on your computer and you can take it wherever you want with you. So it's a small fan and I took that, I placed it near everything, and after that, I had also a candle, and I burned with that candle the papers that I wanted Why did I burn the papers? Because it's very important. Burning something, and especially burning words from paper, and kind of makes it um, like the energy is getting read by the universe faster. So it's like me sending a message and I know the best application to send it from for the universe to receive it. So fire is one of them. Fire gives energy. So the the full moon that we had right now in, in Aries was a uh, fire full moon because it was in a fire sign and also I was listening to my old podcast so a few things I want to clear up because it might have been a miscommunication when we have a full moon it's always in opposition to the sun so that means that if your full moon is in the sun is in Libra at the time that the full moon is happening the moon will be in Aries the the moon if the sun is in Scorpio, which will be in the next full moon, the the full moon will be in Leo. So by the way we're gonna have two full moons in fire signs. So yeah. The next full moon will be in Leo and every every time we have a new moon, um then it is in the same sign as the sun sign. The reason being because the chart is a representation of our sky, you have to understand that the, um, the, the moon and the sun, the, the signs of the moon and the sun, the symbols of the moon and the sun, correspond with what is happening in the sky. So that's how it works. When, uh, when we have a new moon, the sun and the moon are in the same sign, and when we have a full moon, the sun and the moon sign are in opposition. So, having said that, where was I? I was talking about my rituals and that the full moon was in fire and in a fire sign. And fire is a very assertive energy. It is an energy of life, it is the energy of. Like, okay. Cool trick, and I would ask you to do it as well at some point. Go ahead and have a candle close your eyes put your your finger above it and try to imagine and try to to come up try to think what does it feel like to be so close to the fire's energy and what does it feel like to have you know to sense fire so what does fire feel to you I actually did that with all of the elements before the full moon but it was not because of the full moon ritual it was a personal ritual that I wanted to get more grounded and more in touch with the elements again so I urge you to do this with fire for instance fire is life if you do that if you put your hand above fire it's like a small like the tiniest heartbeat like the like a breath it's that is the reason why for me as well it represents life it is moving energy fire is moving energy you it's assertive energy it's aggressive energy so and also life it brings it gives us life the sun gives us life and the sun is like a fiery ball on the sky basically (laughs) miles and miles away but yeah so because of everything because of all that uh and because fire is life fire is energy fire is assertiveness it's a really good thing if you not a really good thing but it's a it's a really powerful thing depending on what you're doing and when you want to do it to actually manifest this way or ask for something that way write it on a piece of paper and burn it now, I would suggest you doing that for clearing your energy a little bit more. Like, I would suggest you doing that for, um, as I did now, forgiveness. Stuff that you want out of your system. You want the, this energy of life, the fire energy, to come and burn everything inside out, basically. So, do that mostly with things you want to let go that is why Forgiveness lists, for instance, is a very good idea to do it with. What else did I do? So that was the day before the full moon um, came. I prepared my, my seven-day candle, which for some reason, it, like the spirits, the universe does not want to work with me with this candle. This candle actually was made for my shadows. As I mentioned, it was a really, really good period to work with our shadows and still is. So I, I made this seven-day candle to help me out with my personal shadows. I am telling you, I'm trying to light up this candle for two days now, and it is impossible. It, it just does not want to light up. I don't know what it is. I'm thinking it might be the candle. It's like um, it seems like the um, the pit you call it. No, how you call the ah. How do you call the thing that you burn in on the candle? I can't remember right now. But it seems that this is um, has a defect or something. I don't know. It doesn't light up properly. So I had an issue with that. But I'm letting it be. I'm still trying to light it every day. Um, and if it gets lit up, perfect. If not, then I'm going to let it be as it is. But it's, it's so weird. It's the first time um, I'm working with candle magic or seven day candles for a while now. And it's the first time that actually I'm not able to, to light up a candle. <laughs> uh, well, it's fine. Uh, I hope that it means that I don't have any shadows to work on and that the spirit is like, well, I'm trying to find some, but I can't find any. Because every day that I'm trying to light it up, it lights up for a couple, like one hour and then it goes off. So I'm guessing, and it's a very tiny, tiny flame. I like it, I feel like it's uh, kind of the spirit is like kind of searching to see. Oh, okay, let me see if there's anything to clean today and um, move on, which I don't believe basically i don't have any shadows everybody have demons in their lives and everybody have things they work with so yeah th- that's what my candle was about so i did that uh the second day uh and on the day of the full moon so on the day of the full moon after i did my whole ritual with my candle i meditated under the full moon i went i have thank god i have a big balcony Uh, and it looks it's directly under the night sky so I don't have anything above me and I could just sit there and stare at the moon for I don't know how long I did that I just meditated I let the moon energy come into my body let it work from inside out and let it do its thing and again, I try to do the thing that I told you with the elements. Try to feel whatever you do. I, I know this is this is kind of spirituality 1.0 again, but um, 101. But try to be aware of the energies around you. Try to be aware of what the moon energy brings to you. There are weird times in my life and why I got into all that shit, let's say. There were times in my life that... Um, I would be like a teenager or something like that and there would be a full moon and I would be so energetic like I would have so much energy so much mood so much sass I would have all of those things and let's not forget that the moon is the queen of emotions so full moon being the full uh, being the moon and its full power like fully there and does bring up uh emotions it does bring up moodiness mood swings whatever you want to call them um but yeah i meditated a lot under the, the full moon it's a really nice experience oh it's a really nice experience meditating in a peaceful in a peaceful place all alone um with the moon above you oh amazing i have done this actually many many times with the sun um especially in greece because we had a lot of sun over there and i'm gonna go back uh, home soon so i'm gonna have the sun again uh charging me positively but because we have a lot of sun in greece i would literally the moment that spring started i would literally go um upstairs in my taurus or like whatever a rooftop and sit and take all the 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 sun energy and I would meditate with it back then I don't realize I don't think I realized what I did but looking me having the knowledge I have now and looking back on it I'm like yeah well that is actually a pretty good thing that you did sun gives you energy gives you life charge you positively so do the same with the moon do the same with the sun do it do it as well like i i urge you to do it as an exercise and have a notebook i was reading about this recently whoever of you have read the green witch which is a really really nice book and i want to talk about this today um the green witch is basically a about the elements of the earth and how you can connect with them again because the work of the green witch is working with the elements around her or around him to create balance in their lives balance abundance from balance we have a lot of good things that come along but yeah, it's it's a really um it's a really good book. Really good book. And why I want to talk about this book today. I have done like a 20 minute in segment with all of this. Um why I want to talk about this book today a little bit is because We all need to kind of return back to our roots. I know you have heard of this before and I know you have heard of it in many contexts as well. Different contexts every time. But what I mean when I say we need to get back to our roots is we are actually beings that were created on this earth. We are beings that are a part of nature when we're talking about nature you have to understand we're also talking about human beings because human beings are a part of nature we were created we didn't ask to be here but yeah we were created on this earth we don't know exactly how it doesn't really matter but we are part of this nature we are part of the nature around us So I do truly believe that for us to be balanced human beings, to be humans that live a happy life and have all we want, we need to go back and connect in a way, whatever way we prefer with the earth and with nature. And I know a lot of people take walks and a lot of people um, would go on walks or runs or they would do different stuff to connect with um, the energy of the nature. And that's perfect. Please do so. Please don't stop doing that. It depends on you and how you want to do it. Me personally, um, because as a child, I was like this. It's not something that is new to me. But as a child, I would try to connect with the elements. And I remember I would be like, oh, wind, I call upon you. And then it would start being really windy. And okay, as a child, I wasn't stupid. I knew that, you know, coincidences happen and this might have been a coincidence. But I used to do that a lot. I used to do that with water. I used to do that with all the elements, actually. I would call upon them. I think the the element that I called upon the least was earth. And it makes sense, because I'm a water sign, and we're not that stable as Earth is. We're not as unstable as a wind, but we are not as stable as the Earth is. (laughs) And in my personal chart, I also need to work on my Earth energy. Uh, So yeah, I would do that as a child, and I stumbled upon that book. I actually... I have been practicing stuff for a while on my own like I mentioned before the seven day candles candle magic all that kind of stuff um by the way like my stuff that I ordered um came right now like right five minutes ago and you know I ordered more sages Saint Paulo, San, San, San Paulo, I think it's called I also ordered like uh, couple of more seventy eight candles not that I cannot find them backing Greece, but because I uh, I know that these candles are really really good really good candles and I don't know if I can find like these candles again don't listen that's why I'm so surprised that my my black candle my shadow work candle didn't work and I think that there is a problem with the candle itself but i have been doing my work and i have been doing my candle work i have been saging i have been like meditating i am in this whole spiritual path or this whole path of doing all that shit you know a lot of us start doing all that kind of stuff other people do other things like They would drink celery juice in the morning or a smoothie in the morning instead of coffee, or they would like all of those things are perfect. Please, please keep doing them. Do whatever makes you connected to your roots a little bit more. And it is a feeling that it's going to be rewarded. I'm sitting here though and wondering if there are people out there that have trouble connecting with the elements and if there are what does that mean it's just like a thought that just came into my mind it's not something that I have been thinking about it just came into my mind like okay let's say that there are people out there that have issues with connecting with the earth energy and they cannot feel it and feel like earth is stupid Do you, like, I believe why I'm mentioning this is because I know that there are people that have trouble and issues connecting with that kind of energy. And I'm like thinking about movies or about stuff, like mostly about movies, that we have seen that character that is so modern, so fashionable, so out there, and they best basically have no connection with what is happening uh, with the world around them so if you have trouble connecting with the earth try to connect with yourself first meditate start meditating go inside and see what's up <laughs> where is the blockage why don't you like earth earth gave you life You're earth why don't you like you and yeah like that i think that's what it boils down to is that if we deny our if we deny the natural and if we deny the four elements or as i believe they are five because i count uh, um always i count the spirit as one of the elements and it's also uh how it was counted in the pagan beliefs as well if you most of you have seen the pentagram it's a star that has five points. We usually made it when we were children. Uh, a backwards or like reversed, let's say, it is now the symbol of Satan for some reason. I think it was associated with Satan because this symbol originates from pagan beliefs. So when Christianity came became a thing, uh, pagan beliefs were criticized and people weren't supposed to use or have any pagan beliefs anymore so if you were associated with pagans or pagans or however you call them um you were satanic you were doing something that was not right you were going against god's will so i think that is the reason why christianity took the pentagram turned it upside down and used it as a sign of um Satan, yes the pentagram upside down is not a good sign i wouldn't say it's used for white magic i would say it's used mostly for dark magic but um what i'm trying to say here is that the pentagram itself is the original symbol for the five elements so the four points of the star that are left and right are the elements and the last one the fifth one that points upwards is usually the spirit so yeah if you don't have a connection or if you don't feel a connection to the earth itself go ahead and look uh, why is that in yourself first try to work with your spirit first people who have worked with their spirits and i do believe most of you must be um, spiritual people in one way or another to listen to this podcast but if we are connected with our spirit it's easier for us to then connect with the elements and i figured out that astrology actually helps you understand with what element you go best and no i'm not talking about your sun sign Or at least just your sun sign. I'm talking about your sun sign as well, but I'm talking about your um, chart in general. The chart itself, uh, if you calculate it, it has elements. And it shows you what is the most prominent element in your chart. For me, it's fire and water, I think. I have a little bit of lack when it comes to air uh, and a lot of lack when it comes to earth but the lack in my air actually gets um balanced out because my mercury is in libra so it's in an air sign and mercury is about communication air signs are about communications so they actually you know have a good time over there they're having fun together mercury and libra so they, they do bring a little bit the air in my chart. What I'm trying to say with all of this, and I'm connecting it with astrology so it will make sense to you as well, is that depending on your signs and depending on what your mm, chart is and what is the base element in your chart, you will... Be able to connect easier with some elements than others. So for me, for instance, water is very easy to connect with. I grew up near water. Water is literally my life. And at the same time, it's the thing I fear the most. And I figured out that most water signs are afraid of water. Like deep water. Like the ocean kind of thing. You know why? Because we know... We know how dangerous water and deep water can get. Believe us, we know. So yeah, I've noticed that a lot of uh, water signs, Billie Eilish, for instance. Billie is a Pisces. She's a full Piscean energy over there. And she has mentioned in the past that her biggest fear is the ocean. And what is the most, like the song that made her famous? Ocean Eyes. What does she talk a lot about? Water. She talks a lot about water in her songs. So yeah, Billie Eilish is a Pisces and she's a water sign and she is the perfect, perfect example for what I'm talking about. I am also one of those people. I don't mind swimming. I told you I grew up next to water and water is my life, every summer, I would spend it, like, literally inside water, all day long, I wouldn't mind, but don't, if you tell me, because when we were, when I was little, we used to have uh, a boat, I call it a boat, but it's those, those boats with the balloons next, like, on the sides, I don't know how you call them, air balloons on the sides, So we had one of these, and every summer that we would go to my dad's island, we he would take it with him, and we would go around. They would go for fishing, and I would be with them, enjoying the sun, enjoying the sea. They can like we were on vacations; they couldn't leave me at home, anyways, (laughs) right? So I remember, uh, ever since I was like a little girl, and we started doing those things, my biggest fear would be to for for something to happen and we ended up in the middle of the water in the middle of the ocean i i like i remember this very very vividly that that was one of my biggest fears as a child and i still have a fear i am not afraid to swim on shallow water i'm not afraid to swim a little bit you know where i don't really um my feet don't touch the seabed but if you tell me to go like really really deep because we have I have those friends or my my brother is also one of those people that he says I'm going swimming and he would go as deep as he can and he would come back right out and that is an exercise for him and a lot of people people are doing that but I'm not one of those people. I cannot. When I get into when I get into deeper waters, like water that I cannot see how deep it is, I get anxious. I get panicky. It's not like I it's it's an irrational fear. Like it's not like I don't know how to float. Like if I stay in the same spot, nothing will happen to me because I know how to float and I know how to swim so even if I wanted to swim I can do that but at the same time I I get panicky like I can tell my breath starts being short I, I start I'm starting being short of breath and like I I hyper move my fe- feet and hands to like try to float on the water again it's an irrational fear because I know how to swim so if something happened and I had to, to put all my survival instincts on no most probably I wouldn't die if I had to swim <laughs> in a very deep water but I would be terrified. so connecting with our elements um yeah that was a I don't know why I mentioned this whole story, to be honest, Uh, but I did want to show that even though mm, I'm very connected with water and I love water and appreciate water for all the work that it's doing, because you also have to realize the sun, so the fire, is our spiritual father and the water is our spiritual mother. Without the sun and without the water, we would not be alive why do you think uh we haven't found any life on other planets yet (laughs) no water or oxygen for that matter so yeah water is where we all where all life on earth was created so water is our spiritual mother. it's it's the womb and that is also why it's connected with the moon as well like the moon is considered to be a feminine energy and it's also considered to be the mother because the moon and water go like hand in hand so understanding your connection with the elements and understanding what the elements mean to you and how you can harvest or um, how you can use their energy on your advantage is very very important it is very important for your own well-being it is very important for your the balance in yourself um in your body and it will also make you feel more intuitive like you know what you can do to help You know what you need to do at this time you know what you need to do to if you feel like a bad energy you can clear it out if you have that knowledge if you have that connection with the elements and it is very very important for all of us and i believe and i urge you to start um connecting with the elements and start working with them. Start understanding them and figuring out what the elements mean to you. Yes, there are books and you can have guidance on what the, the elements mean. And you can have like specific words that you can find. But these are only guidelines like you shouldn't take what okay if i say that fire is life don't take my word for it go ahead do your work and see what fire looks like to you write that down make observations have a notebook make observations about what is going on and how you feel about a specific element specific that is also why sorry um I'm cutting my sentence there but that is also the reason why I urge you to work with astrology as well for me astrology yeah okay it can indicate energies in the universe and it can indicate what it's gonna happen uh, but for me it's not a tool to use for divination Mm, sorry about that for me um i don't know if you heard it but my phone just uh I, I just got a message that's why i apologized. but for me um the what i was saying about the moon right no about astrology that it's not about divination for me it's about learning about yourself it's uh learning your energies is learning yourself working with what works best for you personally with your energy so yeah i urge you to work with astrology as well the cycles of the zodiac and how the zodiac comes and goes will help you work in every aspect of your life either you want it or not the planets have a specific energy that is forcing or giving us like giving us this energy upon us like I don't know how you call it but they're giving us the planets are giving us this energy and then we have the houses of the zodiac which indicates in what area that energy is going to be shown like mostly shown and what area of your life are you going to feel the most um, emotional let's say it depends on where your moon is or where the moon is at the time like and in the current birth chart so for instance right now the moon is in the fifth house so it will actually work um towards whatever is uh, how do you say like whatever is important for the fifth house and I want to check up my notes real quick just because I don't want to misinform you yeah so the fifth house is about fun it's about children. It's not like, like your children specifically. It's about the children like having fun as a child kind of energy. And speculations. Okay, so basically right now we all um, we all feel like we want to have fun. <laughs> and I urge you to do so. Like, I urge you to go out and do something fun. Do something you're enjoying and don't let your energy be blocked down and um, be put down. It's very important for us to have some fun. So, why, um, let's recap. I urge you to basically start looking into astrology. Start looking into the moon. Start looking into the sun. Where the sun is at right now. Where the moon is at right now. What is going on? And I'm here to help you out. Like I'm also learning with you and I'm here to help you out. And I'm here to do whatever I can to make this experience easier for you. Uh, but astrology is a great tool to help us put our lives in order. Because when we look at the sun and when we look at the moon and the aspects that the planets are creating... We need and we also have an idea of what we need to focus on our lives at the moment. Uh I hate for instance when people came come to me uh with they want a birth chart reading and they're like, Oh, can you tell me what will happen to me? No. I am not here to give you I love divination, don't get me wrong. But I'm not here to predict your future. The future is not easily predictable. What happens with uh, people that are able to do divination and what happens with people that have the ability to see your probable paths basically is the future, the yeah, the future is not set. The future is made, is created upon your decisions today. So when we're talking about divini- divination, um, we're talking about these people being able to see what are the probable paths or path, what is the most po- probable path for you at this time of your life. Maybe tomorrow you will do it, you will make a decision that will change whatever I said to you right now. So I do not, re- I really don't like to use astrology as divination tool. I prefer to use it as... um Spirituality tool, like a tool to look inwards and a tool to actually work with the aspects of our lives that need to be to that we need to work with. And why also I don't like using astrology as definition is because, for instance, 2020 astrologically has been a crazy year, and a lot of astrologers would say uh i think i've heard of astrologers saying that that yeah when we were making our predictions we could see that something big was really really happening and they were we were about to have like huge changes in our lives but we didn't know what exactly it was like we cannot see then oh yeah a pandemic is gonna happen how the fuck are we supposed to see if we if all of us are gonna be sick like no what we see is that It's not going to be like such a prosperous year, let's say. So these are very general divinations. So it's just reading the energy of the planets and looking at its probable paths. But the future has so many ways of unfolding itself. And it has so many ways that it expresses itself that I find it very, very hard even as an astrologer, to tell you with a straight face that, yeah, astrology can tell you what your life purpose, like, what your life is about. Yeah, I believe it can show you your life purpose, but that is not something specific that will happen. For me, for instance, I need to be, um, my life purpose, uh, my life lesson is I need to be a little bit more like Scorpio, uh, I supposedly have it's so weird because my tenth house, so my MC is on Taurus and my north node is in Scorpio. So even though I learn I need to learn to be more Scorpion and it shows that I have mastered the Taurus energy in the past, I still need to keep um to learn how to, to be stable as a Taurus again. So yeah, I'm telling you this. Do you do, did you hear anything of what I said specifically saying something about my life? No, it shows the energy and the manner that I am going to the manner that I am going to work. The manner that I'm going to do stuff. How I'm going to do something. So that is what astrology is. And that is why it's so important to be in touch with it. And if you want a Venetian. There are so many other ways. Tarot is much better for divina- divin- divination, divination, I think it is, uh, than astrology. Please use tarot if you want to learn your future. Don't use astrology. Astrology is there to guide you. Astrology is there to set a path for you to be able to walk upon So you will be able to figure out what you need to do in your life. Now, I think, do I, do I want to say anything else? I think like this is, this has been a very good um, episode and what I wanted to talk about and how it came out. Like I did not expect that because I tried doing this episode one more time before um, but it it failed like I started talking about Christianity and religion and all that kind of stuff and I don't want to um, talk about religion <laughs> my religion is spirituality no I'm just kidding but yeah I don't want to talk uh, that much about religion sometimes yes I will mention stuff because I have been raised as a Christian and beliefs like Christian ethics are hard to get out of your system I don't actually want them to be out of my system that's another thing that Christianity as it is has very good um life lessons that it teaches you so Christianity is one of the religions that I would not like Christianity is one of the religions no like Christianity is not like a religion I um I take as my own right now I haven't for the past 10 years I want to say I don't believe I'm Christian but that's because I am not acting like one so I leave the I leave the, the religious talks to people who are really really religious and they really really believe in their God whatever and whichever one that is and i want you to know that astrology has nothing to do with any gods (laughs) so if you want to study astrology you're free to do it and you can believe whatever you want and that is why i did not want to upload the previous episode that i did because i recorded the episode for today uh two days ago three days ago but scorpio also was in mercury and it was not a good time to talk. I, I think it's uh, Mercury. Um, Scorpio still needs to be in Mercury, most probably. Yeah, Mercury's in Scorpio right now. But yeah, it was not a really, really good time to talk. So I, I didn't like how it turned out, and I just scrapped it. And I was, I, I even knew it when I recorded it, and I said like, I said to myself, okay leave it be. It doesn't matter. Uh, you're going to re-record it. Because I knew what I wanted to talk about. I knew that I wanted to talk about uh, the elements and astrology and how we need to work with those energies, towards those energies uh, for a better balanced life. And because it is also something I've been studying a lot lately, the last months, it's something it's a part of my journey that I wanted to share a part of my knowledge that I wanted to share and who knows maybe in 10 years I'll come back and contradict myself but for now I do truly believe that we should really should focus on getting in touch with earth getting in touch with our home Uh, when I say our home I don't mean the physical space that you have four walls and you're sitting in right now or you will sit in a moment but um i'm talking about the mother the home of everything that we know earth is very very important without her we wouldn't be alive so try to understand her try to get into her shoes try to to get to know her we have a relationship with earth as much as we have with everybody around us so don't just be acquainted acquaintances did i say that correctly yeah just try to be friends with um with the earth try to be buddies and believe me earth will will reward reward you the energies are just amazing so I think I'm going to wrap this up uh, here. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. And thank you for tuning in again. I will see you all next time. I hope you take in consideration what we talked about. And I hope you have a great, great weekend or a great day whenever you're listening this to. I truly wish you all the best. Have a nice day, guys. Bye.